Recorded live. Hello, everyone. This is the um, Animal Reiki for Reiki Practitioners Lesson 8 class. And I'd like us to start um, with a meditation tonight. So let's all make sure we're sitting with our spines nice and straight. We'll take a couple cleansing breaths, remembering to breathe in through your nose and pull that breath into your hara. Feel your hara expand and make that connection. And on the out breath, let go of any stresses you're holding, any tension in your body, breathing in through your nose, pulling that breath into your hara, feeling that connection with the earth, that stable, strong energy. And on the out breath, feeling it go through your whole body, releasing all tension. Now I'd like you to imagine you're sitting cross-legged on the top of a mountain. Very high mountain, high, high above all the valleys below. Above you is expansive sky, beautiful crystal blue sky. And you can feel the warmth of the sun. Can you just breathe in? And out, taking in the expansive feel of being on top of this mountain. As you're breathing in and out, pulling your breath into your hara, feel the connection with the earth. Feel the earth supporting you as you sit upon it. Draw strength and stability from the earth. Feel yourself sitting higher and higher your spine getting straighter as your body reaches towards the warmth of the sun. Breathe in the cool, crisp air. With every breath in and out, you feel the cleansing coolness, this beautiful air that we breathe, knowing this is the air that gives you life. I'd like you just to imagine you feel just a small, like, mist around you, just a mist from the air, just refreshing and cool. You can feel the water in your face, your hands, cool and refreshing. Breathing in and out. Feel the expansiveness where we are. We feel the groundedness from the earth. We feel the warmth from the sun. Breathing in this beautiful, clean air. We feel this refreshing mist of water around us from the sky. Knowing that the mist comes from the sky, but it goes into the earth nourishing us, nourishing the earth. I'd like to do the element chant. And feel free to go ahead and join, or if you'd just like to sit in the space, that's okay too. 
But as we say this chant and as I go through each of the syllables, each of the, the sounds, the ah, bi, ra, un, ken, when we say ah, I want you to really feel that connection to the earth. Then B, feel the connection to the water. Raw, feel the warmth, the fieriness of the sun. Un, the air that you're breathing. And Ken, the space that you're taking in and becoming a part of with every breath. Whenever you're ready, you can 
slowly bring yourself back. Taking this beautiful, wonderful spaciousness with you. Openness. Feeling that connection to all the elements. This is a beautiful cleansing chant to do, and I like it. Um, in addition to all the chants that we've learned through the class, this one's a really beautiful one. If you're feeling off balance or uncentered, this is a really nice one to kind of just bring you back, help open you up and clear you. I don't know if you've felt it, but it's a really almost refreshing um, chant to do. And for me, I just feel almost invigorated, open, yet calm and grounded at the same time. The wonderful thing about this chant is the only place you can learn it is either through Franz, through Kathleen, or through me. And um, luckily, Franz has allowed me to teach this to all of you and to give you the handouts because it is a very ancient Japanese chanting um, meditation, and it's one that he learned when he went to Japan and studied um, with a famous yogi. So I hope you all enjoy this, and I hope you all can use this more. So I'd like to start off class uh, with the homework from the girls who are out of the country. And let's see here. Maha's homework. So Maha says she decided to choose the Joshin Kokyoho meditation with her favorite cat, Leo. She finds this meditation soothing and uplifting at the same time, and it's great for opening the heart and connecting to the hara. Leo looked at her thoughtfully for a couple of minutes like he was studying her, making an assessment of some sort. Then he came into her lap and sat there for just over 40 minutes. It was a very powerful meditation for them both. She thinks he probably made more progress than she has, smiley face, or perhaps he's learning to enjoy this more now. It might also be because I feel more confident and relaxed while meditating with him, so it works both ways. I hardly felt the time pass, and we came to a natural feeling end. Then he got up, and I gave thanks, Gosho. I think at the start of this course, um, I'm just going to read her words. I think at the start of the course, I had a lot of doubts about my abilities and whether things were really happening or if I was imagining them or wanting to see them that way. But after sharing and having so many points in common with the other students in the group, I began to realize what I sensed was actually very real, and I should trust that sense. I also feel some deep Inner work has happened despite such a short time passing, eight weeks, which I haven't been expecting at all. This has materialized in my dreams and is almost practically forcing me to take to make some life changes. Again, these are mainly connected with feelings more confident with my healing skills and with myself in general. I just hope I can maintain the discipline to practice every single day because that's really the only way to benefit myself and others. Thank you so much, Maha, for this. Um, I think it's so beautiful that her cat, Leo, came and shared the space with her for 40 minutes, and she felt the power of it. And we have to remember when our animals come to us and we feel that really deep, powerful meditation, they're really the ones that are holding the space for us so that we can experience that, so that we can connect to them. We really can't experience that on our own, and we even can't experience that with another person. I mean, I always feel like I could sit in front of the Dalai Lama and I would probably feel something very powerful, but sitting with an animal is no different. And an animal can actually show us what it feels like, what that meditative, connected space feels like. 
I also um, liked her that she said that she had a lot of doubts about her abilities and whether things were real, really happening, or if she was imagining them or wanting to see them that way. I think that happens to all of us. And because sometimes there are just truly miracles that happen with these animals, it's really hard for us to fathom that that you either heard a message or you saw something or you experienced something with an animal. And really they are true. And the animals are showing us that when we can quiet our minds, open our hearts, and connect to them, that really miracles can happen. And we can help them and help ourselves. I know that for myself, I said this last week, that through meditation, I'm able to handle things so much better now that I have a meditation practice. And that doesn't mean that you sit for half an hour in quiet, being namaste. It means that you bring this beautiful open space with you, that you start with a little meditation. Maybe you do chanting in the car on your way to work. Maybe you chant in your head as you're walking to work. Just as you're getting ready to do anything, just be mindful, present, and really open to your experiences, but always keeping that groundedness with you. And I like that also she says that she's felt some deep inner work happening. And it's true for all of us. For every class that I teach, I have a huge opening, and I go deeper, and I feel more connected. And it's so strange because in these classes, um, I'm going to cry a little bit, I feel so connected to each and every one of you as if I've known you before and we're coming together and even though I've never met you in person I feel so connected to you and I've been in classes um, physical classes with other teleclass students and when we meet it's like we've been friends forever sharing this space opens up and takes you to a level that's so much deeper than just that surface relationship that we have with so many people. So, and also this sharing and opening up, it's such a beautiful sacred space that we create with each other. So thank you, all of you, and thank you, Maha, for being a part of that. And then Maha also says that um, she hopes she can maintain the discipline to practice every single day. And again, I just want to remind you to say the precepts, but also if you want to reset the class, I know Linda um, Crockett she took the class last year, and then she's reset this year as kind of a booster to help herself. And, you know, I hope that she's been able to experience more this time than she has the first time. The first time you kind of get a lot of information and you're working with it. The second time you take a class, you're more open to receiving it. And that's why I continue to take um, classes. I hope all of you continue to take classes. And you're always free to reset this class. Um, You can do it for free. The the handouts are the same. If you want to make a donation to your shelter, that's all I ask um, that people do if they want to reset the class. But it's a great way to connect, and you can connect with other people. And you can maybe even find sometimes in classes we find two students that are really close to each other, and they can meet and do Reiki shares together. So that's happened before. So I really encourage all of you to, if you're finding a time where you're having a hard time doing your practice, please reach out to me. Please feel free to reset the class. Um, If you want to get in connection with other SARA members, I can always facilitate that too. But, But just remember you're not alone, and this is a hard practice to continue on your own. And if you ever need a booster, I'm always here for you. And through SARA, you'll have access to Kathleen and many other students. So please don't ever just give up and stop because this is a wonderful journey you're on. So now Anita from Denmark says, 
Uh, she says, I can't believe this wonderful class is already at the end. I want to learn so much more um, from you. You're such an amazing teacher. Thank you so much, Anita. I chose the healing that you did in the beginning of the seven class with the energy, light, chance, and bridge. For me, this one ties it all together in a wonderful way. Um, I think I'm going to use that a lot with or without the bridge. I feel so much stronger inside because of this, and just knowing that I can turn it on when I need it is amazing for me. So um, I used it on Liv, and Liv is the cat that she rescued that that was having a really hard time. And before she went to the vet with her for the last time, finally the vet took some blood samples of her, and she had diabetes and possible colon cancer. In Anita's opinion, she should have had her peace in the beginning. The good thing about it, though, is that I learned so much from her and the experience with her, and I was beside her when she peacefully passed. On Wednesday, I'm going to a cat shelter 300 kilometers from where I live. We're going to have a meeting to figure out if we can build a shelter in my town. I feel so blessed that they have invited me, and I really wish that it will happen. I know I have to work hard, but if it happens, I'm going to make the first holistic cat shelter with Sarah Healing, T-Touch, Bach Flower Remedies, and so on in Denmark. I need to learn how to teach other Sarah Reiki to raise money for the shelter, so I'll definitely find a class nearby where I can learn that as well. So thank you so much, Anita, and we're all very sorry to hear that Liv passed, but it's it's so nice that you opened up your heart and your home and helped her have such a beautiful ending to her life, and what a way for her to pass, to be surrounded with love and peace and Reiki to help her on her journey. And so thank you so much for taking her on and for all you do for these cats, Anita takes all these special needs cats and and is really committed to helping them find homes or, like she did with Liv, to pass on peacefully. And I think that's just so incredible that they have invited her to the meeting about building a shelter in her town. It says so much about Anita and what she's doing and how committed she is to the work that she's doing. And we're so lucky to have people like Liv or like Anita in our life because I know personally I can't start a shelter and um, that's just not my path but I honor and respect all people who do and I think that we all need to find that calling in life that we can be happy and feel like we're adding to the animals lives the animals that give us so much and I wanted to say she wanted to learn um, how to do Sarah Reiki and to raise money for her shelter I wanted to let you all know that Kathleen will travel um, she'll travel anywhere in the world, actually, as long as there are 10 students. And she'll do a level three teacher training course um, as long as there's 10 students. And if you have a hard time getting 10 students, you know, she can always advertise and try um, see if there's people in the area who are her students who would like to reset. Because to reset her master class, I think her master class is 1200 U.S. dollars. And to reset, I think is 500. But she just came out with some beautiful new manuals, um, some new teachings. And so, if you ever want to have Kathleen travel and do a level three class, she's always willing to do that, which I think is wonderful. And I know that she's going to be in Pennsylvania to do an everything animal Reiki class, which is a brand new class that she's doing that's based on meditation, and it's all. I think there's 50 meditations in the book that we just created, um, something like that. Or maybe it's only maybe it's only 35, actually. I think she wanted to do 50, and we ended up with 35 because the manual got so big. Um, but they're all beautiful 
meditations that you can do with animals, and it's going to be a really wonderful class. So be sure to just go on her website and look to see what she's offering, and maybe there'll be a level three class in your area. And then also, of course, I'm a big fan of care, and that's an amazing level three class. I know, Arena, you're in Florida. I'm hoping next February you'll be able to go to care and take the level three from Kathleen. It is the most amazing experience you'll ever have. Every student who goes there has the most incredible experience, and the animals are so open and so loving and supportive of the students and the journey, and there's so many lessons that are learned and so many healings that take place. One lady, she was doing a meditation with the snakes, and one of the snakes was just kind of dancing up against the glass, and she said she felt this really weird um, like kind of twist in her back, and she has scoliosis. And she said it started to hurt, and so she had to really breathe into her her back and just kind of let that pain go. Well, she heard a big snap, and she felt some relief. And when she went to her chiropractor, her chiropractor said, Stacy, what did you do to your back? And she said, nothing. Why? And she's like, your back is straighter than I've ever seen it. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Well, and she shared the story, and she's like, wow, I don't know what happened, but you had a really – amazing healing and another lady she had a neck problem and they were practicing the reju um, on each other and one of the girls was doing the reju on this woman Mary Lou and Mary Lou has really bad neck pain and they were doing the exercise in front of a black leopard named Toshi and Toshi um, like did this really weird not a purr not a growl but this like ow like sound, and when she did that, Mary Lou's neck had this huge pop, and Amanda, who was working on her, went, it was so strange because it was so loud, and she thought, oh, my gosh, I heard her, and Mary Lou said she had been carrying all this pain in her neck. Her mother had just passed away, and she just felt this incredible clearing and openness, and then the neck pain went away. I mean, there's all these things that happen when you go to care, and with these wild animals, it's a completely different experience than when you work with the horses or you work with the dogs and the cats, the, the wild animals that care are just amazing. So I hope that all of you will have that chance to work with them because it really is life-changing. And for me, you know, going to see the snakes and the tigers is just always such a healing and clearing experience. And the, the relationships that you create with these animals, they remember you. They remember you when you go back, and they they know you, and you share such a, a – it's it's just the same as with us. We do this teleclass, and we share this beautiful space, and if we see each other a year later, we know each other. And meditating with the animals has taught us that even though we're so far away from them, when we meditate with them daily and we go back, they know us, and they accept us, and they're open to us, and – you know, Tigger, one of the tigers, I can call him and he'll come running across. He has this big open, you know, pen that he runs around in and he can call, he'll come running up to me and purr and rub his body against the fence so I can scratch him. And it's just so amazing when you have a connection with a wild animal like that. And it's, it's just like, he's a big cat. It's just, it's amazing. So I hope that all of you will be able to um, experience that. And if not there, maybe at Remus in England or um, maybe at Animal Haven in New York. So there's all kinds of different places where you can 
you can hopefully take a class from Kathleen if you can't get her out to you. So I'd like to open it up to all of you, and I'm going to start since Linda um, Crabtree, since you got kind of cut off last time, why don't we open up with you today? Hi. Hi. Well, mine's pretty. Mine's pretty short. I um, I I decided to do it uh, with my horse. Uh-huh. And um, so he was in a. He was he's he uh well anyway he was in a stall because I was, anyway at the time he was in a stall, so I said okay this is gonna be great I'm gonna put him in there and I'm gonna do my thing and then I'm gonna get him ready for my lesson, and um, so I started so I grounded myself with the Joshin Kokioho, uh-huh. and and then I went right into I didn't chant. Um, but I did say the Hon Shazay Honin over and over and over again, and um, um, I did that quite a bit, just saying that over and over in my head, because I, I really find that one to to um, really connect. And I was imagining my heart with Kawa's heart, um, but I found that I did. Oh, and so Kawa was. Um, he was in the stall, and I didn't put a lead rope on him or anything. But he was he was um, fastidiously eating the little pieces of hay that were left in the stall from the horse that was outside. But I didn't ask him to put his head up or anything. I thought, you know, I'm just gonna he's gonna do his thing. Um, and he moved his uh, at one point he moved his he moved his rear end over to me a little bit. I did all hands off. I didn't do any uh, hands on. And um, he brought his rear over to me, but and and I noticed that he was really like cruising on the hay, on the little pieces of hay, and I thought it's okay. I'm going to keep doing my thing and doing my thing. And then I heard the horse and the horse in the next stall over. I could hear the horse like right up against the common wall, but between these two stalls. And I, did, I just acknowledged it, and then I kept going and kept going, and then and then I would hear the blowing out of the horse next door. My horse was just going to town on these little pieces of hay, <laughs> but the horse next to me was blowing out, and I'm like, okay, okay. And then I didn't know what horse it was at the time, and I was like, okay, horse is blowing out, and I kept doing my thing, kept doing my thing, and then I thought, okay, now i got to get ready for my lesson, so I stopped. So I did it for about 20 minutes. Um but I did find, like, you know, in the homework it said you could do anything, you know, you could do any meditation. I found at one point, I'm like, okay, I'll do, I'll say the Honsha Shonen, and then it's like, okay, now I'm going to do the healing bridge, and then I thought, okay, now I'm going <laughs> to, it's like my head. <laughs> I'm like, which one do I want to do? Um, but it was okay, because I was calm during that whole thing. It was, it, it was fine. I, I, I do my best not to question or anything whenever I do energy work. So I just went with it. So afterwards, so I brought Kawa out because I was going to get him ready for my lesson. And the horse in the stall next to me was laying down. And she was asleep. And she was the one, yeah. So it was, she was the one that was really like, oh man, this is great. And so she was knocked out. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, I did, yeah, because I find that whenever I do energy work on my horse, that if there are any horses that are in the barn, they're blowing out and they're coming up right up against the wall closest mm-hmm. to us and that kind of stuff. And, I've, and you know, I've noticed that for years, you know, since I've been doing this. But it was interesting because, you know, this was um, 
this was no hands-on, you know. It was me right. meditating. It was me doing the the oneness through meditation with no hands-on. Exactly. So that has that has just been a really cool, um, a very cool thing for me for me to learn. Because um, I've done hands off, you know, like if the horse doesn't want to be touched, you right. know, I step I right. step back and do the Reiki, but not with the meditation, not with the symbols. I mean, well, I've done it with the symbols, but not with the mantras or the chanting out loud. You know, it's just it's it's a it's a whole different experience, actually. It really is. It's a much deeper, much more profound connection that you can create through this meditation. And and another thing that I love about that is it shows you, it just reinforces the fact that we do not have to have our attention on the animal. It's more about us going inward and creating that space because then our energy goes outwards and we create this beautiful space not only within ourselves but it reaches out and starts affecting all of those around us and since the horses and all animals are so sensitive they're like oh god this feels so good Mm. and then they just you know relax in it and connect with you and and i just think that's it's it's so beautiful the lessons they teach us and they show us constantly over and over you don't have to be focused on me you have to focus on yourself and creating that energy within yourself and then it naturally right. goes out right. and and that's completely not the opposite but that's totally different than the way that i was taught through my different levels of reiki yeah i think it's different than most people are taught you know, it's 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 a whole different thing. You know, it's it's like you focus on the animal, you don't focus on I mean, you make sure that you're grounded and that you're not angry, um and all of that, but it's once you know, I would get to that point where I was grounded, then the whole focus was on the animal. It wasn't on me. Right. And so this is really um it's a different way of getting there and it's really it's really quite something. It is. I mean, we're just so blessed to be learning these traditional Japanese techniques because there is definitely something to them. And, you know, in ancient times, they had more respect and more connection to animals. So this all makes sense, you know, to go back thousands of years to these meditations and realize, wow, you're so much more connected to the world around you when you can use these. So we are just so blessed to to learn these and be able to apply them in our lives with the animals. Yes, so thank you very much. Thank you, thank thank you. you. Thank you. Linda Crockett, do you want to share? Sure. Hi. I'd love to. Hi, everybody. Um, I wasn't able to do a whole lot with my Reiki this past week. I had gotten sick just before last week's class, and it oh. kind of, up until yesterday, I really wasn't feeling too well. <laughs> so, But I did work um, a lot with the, the lighthouse meditation. Oh, nice. I really, really like that one. Um, so I just, you know, in my normal nightly sessions with the two girls here, um, I used that a lot, and things went well. Um I also the other thing I was gonna say. Um 
I kind of combined that with, you know, the little animation that Kathleen did with the um, the animal Reiki animation with the hearts? Yeah. The hearts. I <laughs> yeah, love that. I totally forgot it, about that. I should send everyone, I'll make a note to send everyone a link to that. It, yeah, it's. I've watched it several times. And ever since, I think that came out right around the holidays, right? Mm-hmm, I and, think so, yeah. Ever since I saw it, I do, a lot of times if I'm having trouble focusing or whatever, I use that. I think of the oh, hearts. I will tell her that. She'll and, love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I may have posted something to that effect. I'm not sure, but um, at some point. But I do use that. So I was kind of using that and, and the Lighthouse one back and forth. And um, it went well. I mean, one of the things I really feel that I got um, this time around with the class more so was learning to work with my two dogs better Um, and learning to listen to them better than I did before, like to um, try to see things more from their perspective. And I think it's helped a lot with that and and the importance of going within and all that. I, I think we're a work in, in process here, but I think um, I think things have gotten much better over the last couple months. Yeah, well, you, you shared, too, how you um, were able to look back and realize how much things have changed, how Reiki has really helped your animals, yes. and you weren't really noticing it as much, but when you did, like, a review, you realized, oh, wow, your dogs were doing a lot better than you had actually realized. Yes, yes, absolutely. They're they're doing well. Um, Sweet Pea, she's the one who's had challenges from birth. I mean, she was just she she's challenged, anxious, and you know, um, one of the things that would send her into a tailspin was having company that she wasn't real real familiar with, and um, typically after a party or something like that um i could would normally expect for her to have one of her anxiety attacks i used to call them where she would pant heavily and and act totally uncomfortable and insist on being in a particular corner of the house by herself and um she hasn't had one of those since i think last june oh, but wow. um we actually the the kids next door had a bunch of friends over um, Saturday, and um, I let Sweetie out, you know, not thinking because she's doing so much better now that, you know, she doesn't go around barking at everybody, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you know, challenging them all because of her own anxiety. And right. one of the young guys actually started to tease her, you know, Aww. just he didn't mean anything bad by it, but just kind yeah. of like pretending like he was chasing her. And I'm like, no, please don't do that. You don't understand. She's, <laughs> you know, she, it, it's different with her. And and he did stop and everything. And uh, she kind of reacted interested, interestingly to it. But I wondered that night if there'd be repercussions. And there was nothing. She was fine. Oh, that's so wonderful. just fine. Yeah. Yeah, so she's funny. She'll um she'll even come to me in the middle of the night and she'll she'll sit in front of me with this very intense look in her eyes and just stare me right in the face like, "Okay, I want it now." And I'll pat her very slowly and she she gets all 
dazed out, and it lasts for maybe three minutes, and she's done. <laughs> okay, oh. I've had enough, and she walks away. And usually, I'll sit and meditate for a while after she walks away, and just you know, kind of let let the well, space. Well, you know, continue. the way she wants to take it, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you know, I feel like things have gotten better. Lucy, um, Lucy always went into the overstimulated cat syndrome where you know pat me more no that feels that feels too good stop no it feels yeah. so good pat me more <laughs> you yeah. know and she she would get herself all worked up and, and finally a few weeks ago one night I said to her I said you know Lucy I'm okay um you don't have to keep letting me do this to you if if you'd like to just lie down and you know we can just have the space here and she kind of looked at me like oh yeah and she went and lied down <laughs> She just walked away from me, but it was, I felt like she, she really got it, you know, like, and all this time, and this is what I was trying to say, like, learning to under, listen to them better, understand where they're coming from. I think Lucy was um, not tolerating, because she does love the Reiki, but I think she was take trying to take more of it than she really needed to for me. Right. She she was trying to help me, and uh, so now I just remind her that I'm okay, and, you know, if, if you've had enough, then it's okay. You don't have to keep helping me, although I love Aww. it, and I thank her, you know. So um, anyway, that's so that's... a wonderful realization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that one came from. I had a moment of clarity, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's been... It's been really good, and just you know, there's other things too. Everybody tells their stories, and I know in the course of of um, doing other Reiki sessions or just life in general, I think of something somebody shared, and it's like, oh yeah, I got to write that down, and I never do, so of course I can't repeat any of them now. But it's all just been very helpful. Yeah, it's it's been nice that everyone has had such wonderful experiences, um, and and are so willing to share because. As you know, Linda, because you took the class before, it just really helps everyone, not just the person who's sharing, but all of us. Yeah. Because we do have these challenges, and sometimes they're very unique challenges that people experience. So it's nice to to hear what what works and what maybe could be done the next time. And so, well, thank you so much for taking the class again and for sharing. Oh well, thank you, thank you. It's been it's been awesome. Great. Um, Arena, would you like to share? Hi, sure. Can Hi. you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, well, this week I had a lot of opportunities to practice Reiki um, with the animals in person and also long distance, um, you know, with my dog Portia and then with the horses and also with some uh, friends who had dogs that were <clears throat> weren't doing well, which Portia helped me with those Um and um, I kind of like sat on the floor, and I said, okay, Portia, so we're going to send Reiki to so-and-so now. <laughs> and she just stared at me, and then so I went into creating the Reiki space, and, you know, again, she's always curious with my hands right away. You know, she senses the energy and sniffs around and stares, and then she eventually, you know, lies down, and she also takes that, that breath where I know that she's, like, really relaxed. Um she she had a seizure last night, early this morning, like at 5.30 Aww. in the morning in her sleep. You know, she woke me up and, 
you know, I, again, created the Reiki space, and it just seems like each time she gets out of it quicker. Not the actual seizure, but the aftermath of, of the seizure, um, which is great. And, I mean, for me, the, the biggest thing uh, has been with her. You know, now I mentioned last week, you know, feeling not hopeless anymore, but empowered. You know, when when she has this seizure, I don't, you know, freak out anymore. I don't feel mm-hmm. devastated and, and, you know, I I know what I need to do. I know what's happening, what I need to do, and uh-huh. she responds well to it. So it's it's just really has been a blessing. You have no idea. It, it's oh, just that's changed so wonderful to hear. everything for me. Um, with her and also with the horses because now, you know, like um, – someone was mentioning earlier, you know, I would do hands-off Reiki. I would just back off with some of them. But now, you know, creating the Reiki space is just a whole different thing. And it's, you know, when there's a situation that's going on there or here with Portia where it's an upsetting situation or, some, you know, a horse is kind of like being aggressive or, or even when there's people that are arguing at, at the ranch, Instead of of going into okay, I've got to send Reiki to the situation. It's kind of like doing something external and let me project mm-hmm, the energy right. over there. Now it's it's switched to let me go in deep within and let me calm myself down and balance myself. And then, like you said, that that then goes out into right. the area. And I mean, it's just made such a huge, huge, huge difference because, I mean, you can apply it to everything, you know, when you're at work oh, yeah. and you're upset about something, when, you know, just to every in traffic, instead of trying to, you know, control from the outside, just go within and, and, and find that balance, and that has the real, you know, effect on everything else. So Yeah, that, and what a, what a huge lesson yeah. that is to, mm-hmm. to learn and realize and and then be like, wow. It's so simple, yet, it, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it takes taking a class like this or studying with Franz yeah. or something to, to find that and go, wow, it, it really does work. But it's so simple. It's exactly. So simple. It's so simple that, that you don't realize it, you know. It's like it goes over your head until you, you know, you take this class. Also, what's helped me is, um, you know, breathing into the Hara. I tend to, because I've had issues with asthma, like I always want to breathe into my lungs, you know, because I, I but I, and it was difficult for me in the past to do the diaphragm breathing, but when I switch to thinking of, you know, taking the breath to the Hara, it's it's made a huge, huge difference, and I, and I feel like I can take deep breaths and not have to focus so much on taking the, the breath into my lungs. Right, um, because it is. Really it, it sounds strange. You're still breathing into your lungs, but really, it's just weird mm-hmm. how that breath goes to oh, your heart yeah. and you feel that connection. Yes, yes, yes. And then the so, last thing, mm-hmm. oh, or, or okay. one other thing, has been the precepts. Where before I wasn't really good at you know practicing them, but now I do it at night before I go to bed and in the morning, and sometimes throughout the day. And and it just I really see that it's doing something. It's 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 changing things within me, um, how I interact with people or when I come across certain situations. So, Oh, that's, so that's wonderful. Yeah. And you did a class, too, just really quickly, because I know we're yes. through this soon, but you did a class. Did it go well? 
Yes, it did. I did a, a Reiki Level 1 class at the Horse Rescue Ranch, mm-hmm. um, you know, Reiki with humans, but then I also incorporated um, with animals. So I, I, I discussed how to create a Reiki space, um, the different meditations, and then we, you know, did practice with the animals there. So it went really, really well. Was, oh, good, 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 yeah. good. That's yeah. good to hear. And so I hope everyone else, if you are a Reiki master, don't forget you can use some of these handouts just as long as you keep the copyright. Feel free to use whatever you need to. Um, you know, I sent. I think I sent everyone the brochure, and so you can just copy these things and print them out and hand them to students and feel free to use them. Because what, what we're learning, as, as you know, Arena, is it really works. And so to mm-hmm. share this is a really beautiful gift. Absolutely. And one, one last thing that's Funny. Yeah, okay. My my significant other recently started. Um, she did her level one. Actually, she took that class, but was attuned by um, uh, my co-teacher. Um, so she now does the Reiki. We both do the Reiki space when Portia has her seizure. So she's getting like oh, a double, nice. yeah, double Reiki. So it's, it's. Oh wow, that's so wonderful for your partner too. Because family. Now- yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can help her to, mm-hmm. like, really get deep into that space. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Um, Judy, would you like to share? Sure. I uh, I decided to use the Chagrate meditation, uh-huh. and so I I was feeling not quite so grounded. Too much on my plate, lots going on, had even put off doing my homework. So I um, I sat and so we have four cats and I just invited whichever of them wanted to come and I actually had a room full of cats almost immediately. Oh my um, but once I started chanting, um, so... I chanted the chokure for 15 minutes and then just sat in the space. And while I was chanting, my one cat, Jet, went off and went to sleep in her usual spot for the first 10 minutes. And then she came and would get on my lap and get off and get on my lap and get off. Um, My cat, Thomas, went and curled up in his regular space and went to sleep. But the most interesting thing was our cat, Lena, um, she's part Bengal and she's just wild anyway. But she was climbing all around me and talking. She doesn't talk all the time, but when she gets really excited, she'll talk. And she was talking and it was almost like at one point she was trying to mimic what I was doing. She was biting and grabbing my arms and trying to get me to move to get off the love seat. She was literally wild. Um, and then she sat next to me. You know how cats will sometimes sit up and lean they almost look like a person when they sit that way, like they'll put their back against something. Mm-hmm. She sat next to me, tilted her head back, and just started making these whoa sounds. Um, and then when I stopped chanting, she 
settled in next to me and started to suck on my arm like a little kid nursing. And my other cats all settled down, and it was just, like, it was really unusual. She had never done that before, and I don't know why it made her wild. It, It I unfortunately didn't get as grounded as I wanted because I kept getting distracted by the fact that she wanted me to do something. Um, But that was, I don't know. I don't know why she was like that, but not, it wasn't in a bad way, but it was just like she wanted me to to get up, get up and do something. Oh, my gosh. That was so I don't know if that that was just really unusual. Yeah, that does sound unusual. I mean, it's hard to know since she's wild, too. It's just, hmm, it'll be interesting to hear, you know, keep in touch and let me know how this progresses with her. Um, you know, maybe she's starting to open up to it and open up to the connection. I, I don't know. That's hard. It's so strange when animals act that way because it's like, <laughs> Hmm, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I I just really, and I kept thinking, okay, this is supposed to be grounding. Like the chokeray is grounding and centering, and and she was just like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's always good, too, to like maybe switch it up and, you know, you can go do some other breathing or you can do, or even, you know, maybe trying the element chant, too, would be something because it's, so opening and cleansing for you and grounding at the same time and you know there's that's why it's it's important to like Linda Crabtree was saying you know she started off by doing one meditation then switched to another and, and that's okay it's you know we just kind of intuitively we're going to know what's going to work I remember I think it might even have been you Linda um, Crockett that we were talking about in, in the last class or one of the classes that it's like being on a a wave and like when you try to fight you're like no 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 I'm supposed to be doing this this is what's supposed to be happening you're kind of going against the current but then when we just kind of just go okay well this is where it's taking me I'm just going to ride the wave and then just really wonderful things start to open up when we stop fighting it and we just open up to okay well maybe this is what's supposed to happen so I'm just going to continue and maybe hopefully find that piece of peace that's going to work and so you start to try to maybe do different meditations or go to a different place or maybe even just do that three diamond exercise on yourself to really start really focusing more on you and the energy you're creating. Yeah. That's really crazy. But do keep me posted on that. That's that's interesting. Yeah. All Bangle I cats are, is, are interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's a piece of work. But all I can figure is, like, she just didn't, that was not working for her. She wanted yeah. something yeah. different. And, and, yeah, and we have to respect that. So that's that's actually a really good lesson, right? It's like, okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's so sweet she started suckling on your arm, though. Yeah. Yep. That's so sweet. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks. Um, Joanne, would you like to share? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, can hear you. Hi. Um, I chose to use the lighthouse. Um, Linda, it must be that New England thing that we've got going on here with the light. <laughs> um, or just we're just happy to be able to see it again. Exactly. Um, 
And I was uh, apprised of a situation yesterday in church. I approached my friend who just adopted um, an elk hound from us about six months ago, and it's their first family dog, and they're really excited, and the dog fit in perfectly. So I said, how's everything going with Scout? She had a word look on her face and told me that Scout has been exhibiting brand-new behavior with her 11-year-old daughter, uh, her friends, and that he's become aggressive. And he went after one of her friends, and she's very concerned. And so um, the head of our rescue, Cotton, is uh, she's a behaviorist, and she's going to go over there on Wednesday. And she asked me if I would send some Reiki first before she went over there. So um, I decided to... Um, send it to Scout or welcome Scout into my area. As we've all been talking, it's not, I'm, I'm not anything. I'm offering the space and offering the light from my heart. And mm-hmm. um, so I worked really hard at that because I try not to send it and I'm trying to internalize it. Um, and I meditated and welcomed Scout into the light. And I sat for about 20 minutes and I found myself getting distracted a bit um so i did the um the aea key i like doing that it, oh, it, nice. it's it's it helps me to concentrate um into the meditation the time passed really peacefully um in the middle i felt like a really kind of a really strong connection and i'm not quite sure what it was um and i, I really hope that this is helping scouts behavior um, Cotton will work with him on Wednesday, and I'm going to. I sent the message to um, his human, Karen, that I worked with him about noontime, and then I'll be doing it again tomorrow and again Wednesday before Cotton goes over there. So he'll have three sessions, um, and I'm just hoping that this will turn it around. Unfortunately, it may mean that they may have to rehome him. Um, we actually have somebody to rehome them, so that wouldn't be the problem. But this is their first experience of taking in a dog as a family. Yeah. And the husband had been very against it uh, all along, and he's the one who approached me to bring the dog into the family. So I was really excited for them, and that scout worked out so nicely. So I'm hoping for a, a positive outcome for the whole family. And I know scout will be fine eventually, but... I'm just hoping that this will come out. So if anyone wants to send some extra for Scout, he's a cute little three-year-old Norwegian elk hound. Um, And I'm trying to learn to listen to the animals better. I'm one of those people that sees the general picture. The little details go right by me. So I have to pay attention more to the animals um, and what they're telling me. In addition, Cody and Britt were in the usual sunroom with me. We were in the (laughs) room. Um, and Britt came walking right in and poof, right down, gave that big breath like everybody's talking about. Oh. She loves it. She just comes right over and gets her face right in there. And Cody stayed in the kitchen as he always does. And But he was breathing so heavy and it was, <laughs> they were just in the space. <laughs> it was, it was oh, pretty. Oh, so wonderful. It's gotten pretty you know, I like how they're, they're showing you we're going to take it how we want to take it. Oh, yeah. And they're not feeding your ego of, oh, I have to, you know, have them right here next to me and. Oh no, no. That well, yeah. the way these dogs are, I'd be crazy to think that they would do anything like that anyway. <laughs> he's the one who still doesn't have a collar on because he, he because he's Cody. Um, and uh, in addition to that, though, I've never meditated before. Um, mm-hmm. a, a little concerned because I've not. I'm not. I'm the adult ADHD poster mm-hmm. child, so it's hard for me to concentrate sometimes. But this has really helped me to center and ground myself. Um, I've been learning to slow down in life. 
and mm-hmm. respect life more so that I can pay more attention to things. And the class has helped me to do this greatly. And I feel really comfortable meditating now. And it's really helping to... I've really de-stressed in the last, like, eight years a lot. I used to be on the go, on the go, on the go, and never stopping for anything. And I've really slowed that down anyway. But this has really made it much more intense. Um, and I realized that the the process, uh, through this process, that the more that I learn, the more I don't know. And I Right, need, that's all of us, right? I need to continue <laughs> practicing. I do. I mean, I, I'm like, oh... After Reiki level two, I could feel the buzzing in my hands and I could send it out and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, that's just the beginning. Right. It is. And it it is. It's just, I mean, a meditation practice, you just go deeper and deeper and deeper and we keep evolving and we keep, you know, changing and opening up because life around us changes too. So we have to adapt. So, but it's great to have that base of a meditation practice and, and, you know, and it's, it is hard. I'm, you know, I'm the same way. I'm, I go, 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 go. So it is hard to quiet your mind, which is why the chanting is so great because it gives you something to focus on. And also, you know, a visualization is really great because that gives you something to focus on. If you can just visualize yourself somewhere and experience that openness. And that's something too that Franz, um, I do like studying with Franz and doing the Skype sessions with him because he will give you meditations and a lot of them are very visualizing meditations. There's one that's like a heart opening and you put your hands in gosh at your heart and then you're breathing in and then as you're breathing in, you're bringing your hands up and they open and you feel that expansion and then you bring them back into gosh again. And, you know, and so it's this, you're actually doing something. A lot of the meditations he gives you where you're physically doing something and mm-hmm. that helps to yeah. get you into that space. So so whatever you can do, like the, the element chant, you can visualize a lot of that, visualize that, you know, every part of that element chant that the ah is an earth and it's a, it's a square and then the B is water and it's a circle and the ra is a triangle and it's fire and then the um, air is, the, you know, the crescent moon and then there's the little finial thing that's space. And so when you can imagine that, then it kind of helps keep your mind focused. But but it is a challenge. And and it's nice to hear that, too, because I know other people like hearing that. So thank you for sharing that. Because I think some people are like, oh, gosh, my mind's going, but nobody else's is because they're having their great, these great experiences. But the reality is so many of us have that. We're that all in life. Busy mind, exactly. Yeah, we're all in life, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all living it. Well, thank you so much, Joanne. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Lee. It's been awesome. Oh, thank you. Robin, would you like to share? Sure. Um, I chose to do the healing bridge. Uh-huh. I actually have a new rescue puppy. Oh, congratulations. Um, thanks. He's four weeks old. He's uh, His mother ran away, and everyone from the litter passed away. Oh. For this little guy. His name is Chance. So um, he came to me on Tuesday, Tuesday night, and uh, I've been doing Reiki with him continuously, um, and I've been doing the healing bridge. Um, and I'm happy to say he's walking, not not the best, but when he came here, he could not even walk. Oh, wow. Um, and he's eating well, and he's just a little, he looks like a little teddy bear. 
um, but he's actually running and jumping. And he, his legs are, uh, they look a little deformed. I don't know if they're deformed or um, it's, it's tomorrow we're going to go see a specialist. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. But um, he is thoroughly enjoying it, and he's actually helping me enjoy it even more. Oh, good. That's wonderful. So, yeah. So he's, you know, he's been quite a, quite a, a teacher to me right now. He's keeping me very calm because mm-hmm. he's he's so tiny that I'm, you know, he can feel every piece of my heart. Yeah. So actually, lay him on top of my chest, and I do it. Um, and I just um, do my meditations. And as everyone else is saying, with the meditation. It's helping so much, and that's one of the things I've noticed um, with my practice, is that it's allowing the Reiki to come from the inside out, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Um, it's just It just permeates into the room, and I can just create the space, and it's so simple now uh, with the chanting. I haven't been chanting with the puppy, but um, it just is, it's remarkable what we've learned in this class, so I appreciate and thank you so much, Leah, for the. Oh, and yeah, and I thank my teachers, Franz and Kathleen, for sharing this because it really is. It, it makes such a huge difference. It's like I said, it's so simple, and and again, there's nothing wrong with the Western way of doing things when you're with people because people need a lot of those more outward things, but with the animals, um, it just makes a huge, huge difference and when we can go inward and change our energy. And um, I think that's really beautiful, though, that you're you're practicing with chants and you're putting them on your chest and making that connection. And and it helps you to be more mindful, too, because you can feel him and it keeps you in that present moment, which is a really wonderful thing. And that's what we're all striving to do is not only create the space, but to make that connection. And, and you know, it's nice that you were saying that, too. It's about going inward and and finding that space because, really, it's it's just igniting our lights. Like Franz always says, we're like, um, you know, a candle or a light bulb that's on, but then life throws blankets over our light. And it doesn't mean our light goes out. It just means that it can't shine through all of these layers that have been on us. So, we start with Reiki and the meditation practice to peel those layers back and then our light can really shine through and everything you're feeling that's happening within you is really just your beautiful, original light that's you 100% coming out and shining and allowing these animals to connect and relax and heal and you know, find their balance, too. So it's really amazing. And it's so great that you have adopted this little rescue guy and are giving him a chance, especially when everyone else, you know, has passed in his family. I know. It, it was scary. But he he's going to survive. He's he's quite a fighter. But, well, that's uh, amazing. And what a great teacher he's going to be for you for learning how to deepen that space within yourself but also how he's going to want to take it. I'm sure that he's going to be one of your best teachers. Yeah, he already has been. He's, like, changed my whole disposition. He's allowed me, you know, to stay calmer all the time. You know, and my meditation is, like, I look forward to meditation with him. It's 
like very it's it's so enjoyable and it's it helps me to relax it helps him to relax um you know and as well as uh, someone else had mentioned about the precepts i wanted to bring that up because i had kind of like not forgotten about them but didn't practice them every day mm-hmm. and i have a you know i i created a poster for myself you know years ago and i put it on my desk at work and Many times people come by and go, can I take a copy of that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh. <laughs> I don't even see it anymore, you know. It's sort of like you you know it, but you don't really practice it. So I, with this class, I started to practice it again. So every morning and every night I um, I repeat them. And then with my, as I mentioned before, I'm like taking about 15 minutes a day at work. And I'm doing a meditation, so I decided I would take one precept every day and meditate on that for. Oh wow, that's great! But the interesting thing was, now that it's all said and done, I thought it was going to be repetitious, and I thought, you know, well, let me start with this and let's see where this goes. And lo and behold, like I feel even more empowered and stronger in my practice because. Every time I do the meditation, it's something different. You know, it's not repetition. It's not at all what I assumed it would be because it allows me to go deeper within myself. And I just practice on that, and that stays with me for the day. And it's, uh, you know, between that happening and having chance, um, you know, I just find myself really um, strengthening my practice like every day. And, uh, That's which wonderful. Really been remarkable, and it's been a nice, nice. I didn't expect all this in the class, so I'm really happy, and I appreciate everyone and everyone sharing like they have, and you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nice. We all learn from each other. We learn from the animals that are teaching the other students, too. We learn so much. And and thank you, Robin, for sharing all that, especially how you shared, you know, you would take time during work and and step away and do this, because it's important to remember that we can do that. We can allow ourselves to to step away and and recenter ourselves. And it's, it's really amazing to hear. I know I can tell, you know, you've grown a lot in your practice, Robin, a lot of things for all of you. Just these simple techniques, even saying the precepts, like you just said, Robin, is is huge, and it it really keeps us in that mindful space. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you very much, and thank everyone in the class because this was a great one. I enjoyed. Oh, it. thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was it was actually of all the classes I've taught, um, it's this is one of the. Not the best class. It's just so many different things have happened. So many different lessons have been shared. It's been nice having two people from you know across the world participating um, with us and sharing this space. And mm. you know, it's it's just made a, a huge difference. I think. So I don't think Kate is here tonight. I'm gonna give her a second, but I don't think she is. And I hope everything's okay with Kate because last week her daughter was in the ER. So. If you can all just keep Kate in your heart um, tonight, and hopefully she'll feel that support. So I just really quickly, before we run out of time, just want to say, so now you're all going to be invited to join Sarah. And with Sarah, Sarah's a funny little organization because it's only me and Kathleen that run it. And so, 
you know, we have a lot to do. We have a lot of manuals coming out. We have a new meditation manual coming out. It's just going to be a short little one. Um, but we're trying to change the curriculum kind of to steer more towards meditation as we realize that really Reiki and the foundation of Reiki and what Asui was trying to create really was a meditative practice for everyone. So we're hoping to create a little manual that you all can then go out and teach and help bring people to Reiki the Japanese way and, you know, the different classes that we have. And um, even our, our fundraiser shirt, you know, it said it had the picture of the tiger and said tame the beast within and on the back it said meditate because that's really how we want to start differentiating our differentiating ourselves from the western reiki style and for a lot of you it's going to be hard you're going to go out and say oh yeah i do reiki with animals well as soon as you say the word reiki people think oh well, i already know what that is and they kind of shut you down or they, oh, I do Reiki too, blah, blah, blah. And and then it's like, well, no, you kind of don't understand. So so what we've been telling people what I do personally, I just say, oh, I meditate with animals. The minute you say you meditate with animals, people are like, what? What is that? And then you just tell them. You create that space inside of you, and animals connect with energy, and they can connect deeper with you. And, oh, yeah, you know, I can show you. I can do a little meditation with you. And you can sit and do the Joshin Kokyoho and do like a little chair treatment on someone like we shared earlier, you know, in Lesson 4. And there's all different ways you can do this. But the great thing about Sarah is you have lots of support. There's lots of support with the members. We have some founding members that are really great. Like there's Kelly in Vermont. And she does a, a fantastic job of supporting students. So if you need help, if you want to join some Reiki shares in your area, and there's um, a Sarah member, you know, we, we want to get you in contact with them. Also, if you need support in your own area, we always like to do that. Um, we, you know, we have those beautiful brochures that you can order, and we have, you know, the merchandise that you can order. There's also a really beautiful PowerPoint presentation that Kelly and I created for, it's, it's kind of like for Animal Reiki, for Reiki practitioners. It's for people who maybe know Animal Reiki. So if you want to go do a presentation to a Reiki group to try and generate interest, if you would like to um, present an intro um, to Animal Reiki to anyone, we do have like some some basic handouts you can give, and we have a recording that walks you through it. I think it's $25, and anything we ever charge for on our store, 100% goes back to Sarah. And what we do with that money is we give stipends to people. So let's say that you really want to take um, – Kathleen's master class and you're working in your shelter or you're doing something with animals because we always want to give the stipends to the people who are actually out there doing some work and you want to take one of these classes we usually can give a, about a $500 stipend and that's what we try and use the money for we do our fundraisers we sent um, we sent Allison and uh, Tina who are both Allison's from Scotland and Tina's in the UK they're both Sarah teachers they traveled to India and um, taught a level one and I think a level two Reiki class to a shelter that's a Sarah shelter there that, that Allison brought on board. And we were able to raise, I think that we raised a total of $2,000 to give to them to help pay for their costs and their, their plane ticket. So all the money that, that Sarah generates goes back to 
our members and goes back to, you know, trying to support you all in a really professional way. And we, we're really proud of how Sarah looks and the professional way we present ourselves. And that's why we're really selective on bringing members in, that that's why we know that people who take this class are going to know exactly what we want presented. And that's why we give this membership. And and I'm going to be um, giving you all a membership, and I'm going to ask that John give you all an extra month for that one <laughs> week where we didn't have the recording. That was so awful. And so I ask, I'm asking John to tag on an extra month for your, your membership so it won't expire. But be sure to sign up because sometimes I have students, they don't sign up for Sarah. But even if it, it's like six months from now and you finally go, oh, my gosh, I never signed up for Sarah, whenever you were my student, whenever you decide to sign up, it's still going to be free, whether you do it now or you do it a year from now. I just had a student. She, was, she took the class, I think, two years ago, and she said, hi, I don't know if you remember me, but I want to join Sarah. And it's like, of course you can join Sarah for free because you, you know, it was part of the payment for the class. So, so whenever you're ready, please join. We have business cards that um, you can order through Zazzle. I set it up through Zazzle, and then you order them. We have um, postcards, but those haven't been working for whatever reason. I, I was trying to send Linda some, and they never, they never appeared. So I'm not sure what to do with the postcards. But now we have these beautiful brochures, and you can order them through Print Place. And, um, and if, like, money's an issue, just let me know. I can order the, the brochures. Sarah's happy to help people because we want to get the word out. And the brochures are beautiful. I sent you JPEGs, but they're really amazing, beautiful brochures, and you'll be really proud to hand them out. So I'm going to send you an email that's got a link to join Sarah. It's got um, some information about doing the bio so we can get your bio up on the Sarah website. And there's some other useful information about the site. If you have any problems signing up or any problems um, getting onto the member site, just let me know. And then always, I'm here for you. If you want to share something, if you have questions, please know that I'm always here. I will. Um, it might take me a few days to answer, but I will always try to answer and um, be there for you to help support you. And Linda Crockett's really great. She, um, I, I love Linda. Um, I just have to say, Linda, I'm so grateful to you for being such a wonderful student and a wonderful friend to me. And Linda has, um, you know, been on a really wonderful journey of animal Reiki, and she started her own business, and she takes these amazing, beautiful pictures of birds that she told me she took a picture of a hawk on her porch, and I thought, oh, you know, it's going to be like one I would take where you can barely see the hawk and everything. <laughs> and it was this amazing, beautiful picture of this majestic hawk, and I was like, oh, my God, she's really good. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you to Linda for resitting and Really, honestly, thank you to each and every one of you for being such beautiful lights, not only in the class, but for the animals. And, you know, I always say that Kathleen started this with just one little candle. And with every student, it's like a candle is lit. And you can see the lights all over the world beginning to shine. And you're part of that. And I'm so, so grateful to all of you for what you're doing, for the love you're sharing, and for wanting to be a part of this and to help the animals. So thank you all so much. And this is only the start. It's not the end. I try to tell myself that because it's just too sad to think that the class is over. But thank you all, and please, please stay in touch. Thank you, Leah. 
Thank, thank you, Leah. Namaste. Namaste. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye, Leah. Talk to you soon. Okay. Talk to you soon, Linda. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.